0: Welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast where we we say goodbye to 2020. You know, 2020 is the year that's brought us a lot of stuff. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the year. That's what we're doing in the episode today. We're just taking a look back at that complete bitch that was 2020. I mean, 2020 was so sly. As far as years go, Like 2020, just complete dickhead complete decade. but we're looking back at, you know, some of the lighter stuff, and then I dare say some of the, the some of the more serious stuff in a sideways way than only I can, <laughs> Um. so yeah, we're just, we're just taking stock, and we're, we're looking back, and let's look into 2021 as well, because, you know, we don't know a lot about 2021, it's a, it's an unknown quantity, People are saying, oh, there's a new there's a new strain of the virus. And I think part of 2021 like wants you to think that. And then when you get there, 2021's like, ah, sorry <laughs> <I'm> joking. <laughs> I think 2021, there's no pressure on it as a year. You know what I mean? Like literally, if the world ends in 2021, to be expected. But if it's all fine and people get to go to concerts and stuff, then it's it's such an easy you know what it's like? 2020 is like a terrible dad, that like neglects his children, like drinks all the time, you know, major drug habit, just a complete like dick of a guy, and 2021's like, a stepdad that just, has to do the complete minimum, like all all 2021 has to do is, every once in a while go, when you're playing football in the garden go, yeah yeah I'm watching, even if it's not, you just need to know that, it might be watching so, 2021's got it all to do, I think it's going to be a fun year, I think people are going to, you know, I think people are going to, what we're going to do is, the economy's gone, so we're going to have to look at new ways of doing things, and I think that's going to be exciting. I think there's going to be, like, backstreet operations happening, you know, which I like the idea of that you never know what you're going to get, you know, you arrange to meet a guy, you know, at the back of the end shops in Belfast for, you know, to have your ACL done. There's every chance he's he's gonna like get the wrong idea, and um, you know give you a lobotomy or something, or they take part of your, part of your brain out, um, which I've had done four times. Um, before we move on any further, I know it's slightly past Christmas, but what I want to do is, and people love this kind of stuff because after you know Christmas day, Christmas day night. In fact, no, halfway through Boxing Day, Christmas is done. But that's not the way I play the game. I say we extend this Christmas. And we make it a bit longer. And a lot of that involves gifts. It involves gifts. And I'm not here in the studio alone. I'm here in the studio with the entire Michael MichaelFoster.TV team. Who had their Christmas due just last week. And they did a Secret Santa which is weird because there's two of them. You know? And I'm not going to come to the studio without gifts. And I said to Dan, who's not here today, I said the producer, Dan, who essentially raised this podcast. I mean, no, he didn't raise this podcast with his own two hands. I did, but he was, in, I said, will you help me do this? And he goes, yeah, probably. And I wanted to send him a gift in time to open for Christmas. And I text him in the group chat and I said, Dan, what's your address? And clearly there's something illegal going on because he goes, no, just give me the new year when you see me. Why does he not want me knowing his address? And what I might actually do is just Google his surname, because he's called Dan Quick. I know roughly, like, vaguely where he lives from the way he's described it. So maybe I'll just find him on, like, 192 or whatever that website is, put his address out there, and then everyone who listens to this podcast, we all just go. You know, like, tomorrow, like, let's let's start 2021 by just going to Dan's house, his family house, like and everyone bring him a gift, everyone bring him a gift, let's get that arranged, I'll post his address up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of thing, we show up at his house, um, and the wise we, man. we the, 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 instead of the three wise men, 12,000 people, and let's, like, you know what i was saying about 2021, like, you know, a bit of a surprise, let's, like, all get done up as zombies, and then just, like, run down the hill, because he lives in the middle of nowhere, I think, so let's just run down towards his house, all zombied up, and shouting about, like... In fact, no, right, let's do this, right? Let's get, like, who's who's a big... Sip- let's get Matthew Mernon, right, who, uh, big listener of the podcast, Patreon supporter. Matthew looks like this sort of guy who would, like, die first in a horror film. Like, in a high school, he'd die for right? He's a disposable guy. So, Dan doesn't know what Matthew Mernon looks like. So, I say... We get everyone else zombied up, twelve thousand of us, but get Matthew Mernon just playing himself, right, and get him to run in front of us, and we all chase him, and then get Matthew Mernon to start shouting from about half a mile away. So Dan and his family <laughs> come out of their house at Christmas, like we hats on and all, like you know they've just been sitting around watching a bit of TV and after it, and then the first thing they see is Matthew Mernon run over the brow of the hill and have him go, have him go. Jesus Christ, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're going to kill us all. And then Dan and his family come out of the house. They see Matthew Murdoch say that. And then 12,000 of us from behind him just like, and don't do the zombie walk. Let's be like, we're zombies who can sprint. Yeah. And we all run towards his house and make him and his family think <laughs> that <It's laughs> the, the world's. <laughs> <laughs> wrong house that would be so me if I was left to organise this <laughs> and like it's a farmer and he comes out with a shotgun and shoots like three Patreon people <laughs> Owen Murray Matthew Murnin <laughs> and Naomi Mitchell dead you know which which you know if you're gonna go anyway um, which we all might do in 2021 it might be a good way to do it in a massively elaborate you've been framed style prank so Dan you should have given me your dress I think it's weird that you didn't and I actually haven't got him anything because I was going to order him something nice and send it to his address. But now I'm going to wait till the new year because it'll be a little bit cheaper. But even though we're just past Christmas, um, what I would like to do is show my gratitude to the michaelfoster.tv team, which is Michael and Georgia. And and bring and bring some gifts. Now I thought I had them in this room, but then I took that bag in the other room. So I'm gonna go into the other room. So uh, just keep this in. There's a bag there. No, no, that's not it. I like I always bring two bags everywhere I go. <laughs> what I like to do is, I like people to guess what I've got them. Hang on. So um. Okay, look, I don't just come with one gift, I come with two. So, the first gift... Did I post this to this office? No, I posted it to my house, but I should have posted it to this office. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) Remember I said it would be so me if we arranged a zombie attack and send it to the wrong house? Right, um... You know, like in comedy and stuff, you know, you... You can set stuff up, but it always looks like it's fake and set up, right? You know, you, you worry that the execution won't be right. Do you know what's funny about this? Do you recognize this gift bag? You know what it says on it? Congratulations on the birth of your beautiful son, love from Michael Georgian family. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what outweighs that is the fact that I got you a gift. But I'll be honest now, you know I didn't get you this separate gift bag. This is from you guys. It literally is. I mean, it's good for the environment. It's good for the environment. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it or don't Look, now I let's just say. This gift I got for you, I wouldn't say. Well, I didn't really buy you this, but I've got you this, right? So you open this one. Thank you. And then you describe to the people what, what it is you got. I'm going to have to show because, as usual, I don't have mic it. You show it you're not mic'd yet. Now, yes, these products might be from our sponsor. Do I have to say things in a certain way? Yeah, you can do. So this elegantly packaged, uh, designed for growing grooming. Yep. Uh, manscaped. Yep. That's a, lawnmower, that's a lawnmower 3.0, oh, lawnmower that's what that is. Says on the other side. Yep. And what else have you got there? Waterproof. Yep. I can do it in the bath. You can do it in the bath, the shower, the rain, out in public. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, oh, the weed whacker. The weed whacker. whacker. Now, to be fair, this wa- uh, let me prefix this. This was sent to me, but I don't have ear or nose hair. Okay. And then you pointed out that you do. I do. Yeah. yeah so For anyone who doesn't know, Michael is uh, 73. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then what else? So you're <laughs> gonna you're gonna be a smooth boy going into 2021. More aerodynamic. I'll rush through here. Right. Crop mop. Yep. I don't know what this one. Is they're ball ball wipes. Oh, ball <laughs> wipes. <laughs> yep. Ball wipes. Georgia is so Georgia, they're mainly for Michael, <laughs> but <laughs> and then so Incredible. we've got another gift here. But this actually, I paid for this out of my own money. I didn't pay for any of that manscape stuff. I got them to send me send it to Dan, and then he gave it to me, and then I passed it on. So if you want to open this, yep. um, get people love like gift giving, don't they? Mm-hmm. You know, like watching it. Like I think like Asian people really like that. Job on that one. Can we just rip this? Yeah. You know what's weird is that came directly from Amazon, but when you open it, it is actually packaging that you gave us. Your oh, job. <laughs> so I want to see this in your guys's living room. And I think there's not many living rooms in the country that could display this. Did you wrap this yourself? No, I didn't wrap it myself. I don't wrap anything. I genuinely always used to use tinfoil. I just tinfoil people's gifts. George, George we're happened. doing a podcast here, come on. Um, yeah, it actually does look pretty tricky to open. So yeah, this is a bespoke... Oh no, it's, a ro- it's wrong. It's a wrong. One. <laughs> That's for Dave's daughter, Holly. Oh my God. I got yous a buck fast clock, that's not it. <laughs> Can you kill it? <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. Because, yeah, by the time this comes out, I did not actually get use a, uh, a children's infrared electric guitar. I literally said it looks like a toy guitar. Yeah, that's nice. what it is. That's what it is. Uh, good stuff now the reason well what I got you is, is a buckfast clock Love it. a bespoke buckfast clock so the thought is there yeah. on all these things the the item execution perfect. not perfect yeah. but that's what twenty. this is what 2021 is we adapt you know what I mean I should actually pretend that that was for you I and mean, like yes I got you a child's electric guitar um, if it wouldn't kill you and your whole family I would uh, give you a hug me and Dave, uh, the reason I got Dave's daughter Holly that is because um, we, we have this thing where I just keep getting her like really loud gifts that will really put his head away. Um, so I've got her like a key, uh, uh, you know, like the piano and big, like a mini version of that. So she just stands on it and I go plonk, clunk, clunk. And I've got an electric guitar and uh, hey, for her birthday, I'm also going to get her drum kit. So, um, so there you go, guys, the thoughts there. Thank you. Can we keep the gift bag now? Can you keep the gift bag? Yes, but I will expect it back at some point. We'll just keep doing that between us. Um, so you go, and I think that sums me up, listeners. I think that sums me up. You know, a hell of a lot of thought there. You know, getting you for free a product from sponsor. Um, and also, in a way, gifting you that, getting you to like advertise it as well, because I'm asking you to describe it and all that kind of thing. And then also just the wrong gift. You know, which in a way is good because I've realised... What would have happened is I would have then given Dave's three-year-old daughter a Buckfast clock, <laughs> which, if social services ever came round, would mean that not only does she drink Buckfast, but she loves it that much that people are like, "We'll need to get, we'll need to get her a clock." <laughs> that sums me up. The intention is good, but the execution is not. Zippers, our podcast sponsor today is he's one of our own he's one of our own, it's Owen Murray alright, one of the big Patreon supporters of this podcast is getting involved in all levels he's sponsoring this episode and let me say this right now if you have anything that needs painted and or decorated there's only one man you go to and yes, he normally does painting and decorating in houses but he's not specified here that he wouldn't paint and decorate you or a relative if that is something you wanted to get someone for a gift if you wanted an uncle wallpapered I don't know if it could be done but if anyone could do it, it would be Owen Murray he would paint and decorate you know, if you're going to do a formal this year or whatever, and you want to get decorated for it speak to Owen Murray and I'm sure he could put a matte gloss over your entire face for the right price. Uh, Murray's painting and decorating. He, he does all aspects of decor and interior design. Interior, decor, exterior, decor work. Hey, just decor work. Interior, exterior. It doesn't matter. Keep him... Sometimes... Sometimes... Sometimes he'll do... He'll do interior, exterior. And then also... He will... shift. Owen Murray will also shift Listen. You know he does private contract and commercial and by the way, private wallpaper hanging, a little bit sexy. You know if you want it, if you want it done publicly, get it done publicly. But if you want it done privately and you want Owen to come around stick on a bit of another level. Freak me baby. Oh yeah, he's gonna hang that wallpaper in a way only Owen Murray can. You know he does. By the way it says wallpaper hanging and stripping. No, it doesn't say wallpaper hanging and wallpaper stripping. So I'm reading into that and I'm putting two and two together and I'm getting the full Monty. But he keeps it strictly professional so don't dare ask about anything else. Hand-painted kitchens and furniture, all areas travelled. You check out Murray's Painting and Decorating on Facebook or Call. And listen, we'll put the phone number in the description but if you if you think I'm not going to read out the phone number, what a lot of people wouldn't, they say I won't put the phone number in the description. Here's what I'm going to do. O double seven O one O six two nine O. Yeah, it is right. Book in advance on Murray's Paint and Decorate and get twenty percent off all decor and paints when you use code T with me twenty. Jesus Christ! What's he? What's he not doing here? Interior, exterior—that covers everything. All the terriers, int ext, all the terriers taken care of. Do you say your house needs stuff done? skirting board outside fringe. the outside fringes of the house yeah he does fringes I mean see to be honest o. Murray operates at a level that he's probably already done it by now he's probably done your house genuinely you've thought it this episode won't be released for another couple of days but Murray's probably there stripping on a ladder he's probably shirtless hanging wallpaper on the outside of your house that's what he does so uh, yeah, Murray's Painting and Decorating Cheers them for sponsoring an episode If you're a big business like Coca-Cola Or Durex sp- or Duracell And you want to sponsor this podcast, you can But then again, if you're just a listener with a bespoke business Then you can also sponsor So get in touch with this team of me Podcast at gmail.com Murray's Painting and Decorating Sippers, <laughs> what I thought we would do is Take a little look at that the flipping crazy year that was 2020, and 2020. I mean, personally, it's given it's given me a lot. A, a new fence, painted my fence. It's given me a shed. And a child. In a per- and that was in a particular order. You know, it's it's from one of those years where like there's there's no there's no barometer of what a mad year is from now on. It's just, it's never going to be really like 2020. Although it might be because, listen, I don't know what the crack with the vaccines is. I know that my uncle is is now knocking one out, uh, but I, I don't know if it is as legit. You know what I mean? Because like, so you've got Pfizer, the one that comes from Oxford University. Uh, his, he's doing a Belfast Met one, um which is weird because he didn't even study medicine there. He's a bricklayer. But he says it's it's good, like it's good gear. Um, and he tr- he says he tried it out in a few mates, and he hasn't heard from them since. But it's sh- he's ro- he's rolling that out. Um, he's selling that in Nuts Corner. Um, his vaccine, which should be good. Um, but yeah, let's look back at the year and just we'll just try and get our heads around it. We'll look at some highlights and and we'll see what's happening. First, first thing that happened last year, first big news story was the Australian bushfires. Um, which was difficult because. You know, well, there seems to always be bushfires in warm places. You know, and that's just an observation that I've come up with. But the sad thing about the Australian bushfires is all the uh, koala bears. They kept showing. I don't know if it was the same guy in his car with like three koalas in the back, tubed. Like three absolutely tubed koalas sitting in the back of this guy's car <laughs> being like, oh, fuck's sake. And there was always one guy with a beard being like, "He's all right back there or not? And he was taking them to safety in a Ford Focus and there was just three koalas sitting in the back seatbelts on smoking not cigarettes literally literally smoking and um, I find that tough because you you want to know the koala's okay you know and yes he's taking them to safety but I want to know like how are those guys getting on now and then I've heard that well I know two things about koalas they can give you chlamydia okay that's number one and number two people think they're so cute and cuddly but they actually have very, very sharp claws and they will rip your face and stomach off, I have heard. So, I mean, yeah, I want to know what happened to the koalas and then the guy driving the car, I want to know what happened to him because I imagine the koalas sat in the back of the car, got their breath back and then just completely ripped the fella, ripped them up. They were like, cheers for the left mate, but <laughs> just ripped them open. Um, But yeah, the bushfires, I don't know. I mean, you, you wonder, like, I mean, is it like do humans cause the bushfires, or is it just nature? I don't know. But what I do know is, you get like wildfires in Northern Ireland, and people are like, "It's out of control." There's seventeen firemen up the Morns, and like as serious as that is, you look at Australia, and you're like, seven hundred million people have had to leave their homes, and the fire spreads from, you know, the 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 ra- the fire has a radius of nine thousand miles. And we're like, oh, there's a bush on fire in Crawfordsburn. Because someone flicked a Lambert and Butler into it. <laughs> Me, right? You know, but I know I remember people used to light fires. And I actually know their name, so if the PSN I ever wanted it, I know people used to set fires down the subway, just past the subway in Hollywood. You know those like bushes that go along train tracks? East. You used to? We did. Begale. Me and you? Yeah, no, didn't. we didn't. Where? Fire nights. Yeah, like in someone's garden. Yeah, but we didn't have it was a wild area. No, we didn't have stop landing us in it with the police and saying we used to light wildfires. We absolutely didn't. I've never lit a wildfire. It was a wild area. Like. Where? In Hollywood. Yeah. That's right. Yes, but let me point something out. I was I was I never did the lighting of the fire. So didn't put it at PSN, I, yeah, I didn't put it out, but I never lit the fire because, as we've established, I'm the sort of person who would get other people to do it. I would say to you, I go, "Bet you couldn't light a big wild bush fire." <laughs> 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 Petrol, you just put a pump. Um. Yeah, that was my thing. I would never like do the incriminating thing, but I would definitely like tell people that they should. But yeah, I remember. Do you remember like, yeah? So we used to we used to have a friend from tech, and we used to like go around and. Sit and have drinks and like you know light a little bit of a fire and you get a few sticks and lighter. You used to you use, you were the one that lit the fire. You used to use lighter fluid. I'm a bit of a firebug. You're a firebug, um, but no one knew. Like I <laughs> I remember. it might have been in the same crowd of people up in Redburn once. Uh, you know the bear pit. Yeah. So like Redburn Forest in Hollywood used to genuinely be a zoo, and people don't believe me when I say this, but it was the Dunville family who were like whiskey distillers. Uh they had a private zoo. And they had a bear pit, which, get ready for this, koalas, no, real bears in. And the bear pit is still there, and people used to go and sit and drink in it. And I remember watching, like, a Ray Mears program, way before Bear Grills. And, like, the people I was with lit, like, a wee bit of a fire. And it was, like, it was nice, and it was getting cooking. And I was, like, no, you need some wood on that. And I genuinely found part of a tree trunk that was, like, the size of a cow's head, and I just put it directly over the whole file. Like the fire was half the size of the block. And I just put the block directly on top of it. I was like, there's some wood. And the fire immediately went out. And everyone's like, this is the worst thing that's happened in our lives. So like, I, I'm not an like, outdoorsy guy. I'm not a fire guy. For anybody watching, I've never lit a wildfire. Ever. But Michael Foster has admitted on tape that he has. Um yeah so the bushfires and stuff I don't know I just hope those koalas are okay and there's I mean the koalas are always getting prioritised like I'm sure there's other animals being like oh fuck's sake like other animals in the woods you know what I mean like where are all the caterpillars getting rescued in the back of Nissan Micra Prince Harry and Meghan quit the royal family I mean I don't know if you've there's there's that kind of a thing at the minute that people are going anyone who has a podcast is going everybody has a podcast nowadays and you're like, well, yeah, there is a lot of podcasts, but Harry and Meghan have a podcast, and I don't know if you've heard it, but they're playing like a little bits of it in Good Morning Britain, and it kind of sounds like Meghan Markle and Prince Harry doing a podcast. Like you forget he is actual Prince Harry, and it's so it would be so weird to hear him, like because you're used to hearing him saying like royal things, you know, and being at the launch of events and. Saying very generic things about his family and all that kind of thing. What you don't expect is to tune in here, Prince Harry, be like for twenty percent off and free shipping, manscape.com <laughs> Shave your balls. Your balls will thank you. I mean that's <laughs> he was like Sean being there. Um yeah, I don't know. Um it's weird, I mean, I think the main reason they did it was just like for the Wonga. You know what I mean? Because they're going to make... They're going to have a massive deal with Spotify. and Spotify are working on a deal for us. It's going to be in the same league. But they got like 10 million from Spotify. Maybe more. But it's like, is he really going to like let loose? Or is he just kind of going to still be like a bit of a royal nerd? Or is he just going to go full? Like, is he going to do listeners' questions? And it's asked me anything. And people will be like, tell us some mad shit about the royal family. Is he going to be like, well, I shouldn't say this, but... Why can I not... Why is that the worst impression of Prince Harry of all time and I met him I did a gig for him no I didn't do a gig for him I did a gig for his brother but I've been at events for Prince Harry and Prince William and me, me and Paddy MacDonald talked about it I think it was Paddy where I said um, where someone was like here me." see him in in the west people didn't like that he's done those royal events and I was like "What? what, what, what will happen I mean, I haven't done anything, like I literally, a bit like the fires, I didn't do anything. So leave me alone, I just like got asked, like, do you want to go and do this? And I'm a stand-up comedian, so I was like, yeah, I do, and I met him. And I was, I've talked about it before in the podcast, so I won't now, but then I did stand-up for Prince William. And was anybody listening during my set? No, they were not. And did, he come, did I introduce him on stage, and then he tried to say something nice about me, but it in a way sounded sarcastic, but we both knew it wasn't? Yes. And when he said it, did I go like this and roll my eyes as if, like, you've done me there? Yes. Yes. And backstage, did I go to chat to him about something and then we didn't have time for the conversation to happen? Yep. I was just making conversation. I think I was about to tell, we are waiting backstage at the Empire to walk on. I'm introducing him to do a speech. Big Prince William. I go to tell him, oh, the first time I ever did a gig here or something, the third ever gig and I was walking on stage, really nervous, packed Empire Comedy Club, and I tripped on the top step, so I had to just run on stage to continue the fall, and and I, I went, uh, I did my third gig here, and I was like, okay, ready for you, and he was like, oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. And he also doesn't speak like that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm Prince William. My name is Prince William, and my name is Prince Harry. <laughs> I am Prince William. Welcome to my podcast. Rainbow. <laughs> I'm, I'm Prince William. <laughs> I should have my own impression show. I'm Prince William delighted to be in Belfast for this event. <laughs> oh Prince Harry! Oh right, mate, welcome to my fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm Prince Harry. My podcast sponsored by Jack and I Jurex. But, but... <laughs> put a a rubber on your tongue mate oh Megan Megan. (laughs) hello (laughs) yeah that's why all the royals speak the queen the coronation oh queen you know you've been queen for like 60 years here you're giving a speech outside Buckingham Palace what do you must be a momentous moment yeah I'm delighted ah. John Street Porter I don't know Um, I don't know why they stepped aside but I echo everyone. them on a thing when I say fair play to them because I've watched The Crown we talk about it a lot in the podcast and it seems like being a royal is a bit of a nightmare so they're just getting out there doing their own thing another news story here is the COVID-19 pandemic um, the World Health on uh, January 9th, they announced a deadly coronavirus had emerged in Wuhan, China, in a matter of months, spread across the gro- globe. And, gen- right, here's the thing I nearly said grobe, but by mistake, but genuinely by mistake, I nearly said spread across the group. And I could have glazed over that, and people might have been like, was he going to be, but I'm making you all aware. That I nearly said grobe, but I stopped myself from doing it and I wouldn't have been saying it in a funny way. I just genuinely like I don't I, I don't really do racist voices, like in public. Um Yeah, I mean the thing with the thing with COVID is I'm not really gonna say anything new about it, am I, really? But um what I do enjoy is um when our politicians here meet for like a meeting, which by the way, I give them loads of shit and so does everyone, our politicians, but like when they were talking about the Christmas lockdown thing, they were in like Stormont until half one in the morning and that's genuinely where I went. give them another race because I would be nowhere at half one in the morning. Like, I've never done anything past midnight in about three years, genuinely. And if I was like first minister and then they went, listen, all this stuff, we need you in for talks. What time? Oh, we're going to kick off at about 11 o'clock. Ah, yeah, that suits me. I'll beat rush hour traffic. No, 11 o'clock at night. Ah, Let it burn. Every man for himself. No worries. Um, I'm thinking about running for first minister next year with a new party. I'm gonna, because you know the way everybody's like, oh, it's all the same political parties. I'm starting a new party, the Yes No Party. I'm a politician. I'm in the Yes No Party, and the only way you can answer questions is by going yes or no, instead of so. What do you think about your party's handling of this? Uh, Because what they do is smoke and mirrors, they never just go, right, let me get into it, they go, well, if my, if my, um, let me frame that, and you're like, just get into it, they're like, if my uh, grandmother had balls, she would indeed be my grandfather, and you're like, what are you doing, we're talking about agriculture? What the yes, no party do is someone goes, did you mishandle money there and cost the taxpayer 400 million pounds? On my watch, here. here's my response that. Yep. Everyone's like, well, fair enough. Everybody would go, that's actually, that saves us a lot of time and fair play them for just being on. Honestly, it's the best policy. They go, listen, did you give boilers the loads of people you know and stuff and cost tax? Yes. Next. <laughs> Should you be in jail? Und- yes, undoubtedly. What's the next question? You'd save so much time, so support me next year when I run the Yes No party. Uh, Kobe Bryant, we'll not go through all these, but (coughs) Kobe Bryant's death. um, um, Kobe Bryant's death is one of those weird things where like, um, I like basketball as a sport, but I don't know a lot about it really at all. But I am, it's one of those ones where like, I think everyone felt like, everyone like kind of took that with a, wow, you know, like a, Pro, uh, like a lot to do with that was probably because it was him and his daughter Um, but it's one of those ones where like you know I would know say David Beckham way more as a sportsman from watching like football growing up and him being like from England but the Kobe Bryant one like I don't re- I didn't really know much about Kobe Bryant at all as a person but when that happened like I think everybody was like I'm Kobe so I don't know then, then I realised that I was like I don't really know much about him and then I was like oh Do I have a basketball top of his? Not like match worn, but like, do you have a basketball top is? And then I looked at my sports thing and I was like, oh yeah, it says Bryant in the back. I got this um vintage, like Lakers top, from one of the charity shops in I think one of the charity shops in Belfast. What do you call do you know the one that was in botanic? Uh like middle of beside train station. Know what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I I was in there like years ago and for like 15 quid got this basketball top and it's like eight brand on the back, real old school Nike one and um, I was like really glad I had that but um, is that the one you wore in the, in the documentary? In the, what documentary? What do you call it? Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood? Yeah, probably. Yes, 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 or yes, America, yep, yep and I wore it in one of the MCB's videos too. Yes. Um, the impeachment to Trump, yeah, they tried to shut our boy down. They tried to shut our boy down. And I mean, here's the thing I'm saying, like, oh, I'm going to be radical and set up the yes-no party. He literally does do that. Like, he is the only one, probably, who's like, no. You know, and um, there is a... Gr- I've had Shane Gillis on the podcast before. He's a brilliant American comedian. And I saw him do stand-up about Trump um, in New York way before the pandemic. And he was basically saying, like, Trump is like a stand-up comedian like, in the debates and stuff, he just comes in, like, mugs somebody off about their appearance or, like, I don't know, a disability they have and then he's just, like, drops a mic. He's like, there you go. Like, his timing is, like, that of a stand-up comedian as opposed to a politician and it's one of those ones where, like, I don't know, I don't know anything about his, I don't know anything about politics and so many of us in Northern Ireland pretend that we are university experts in American politics um. I don't really know much about Trump's politics or him apart from all the stuff in the news. But then we had Connor Keys on, and now I'm like, I, see, since we've had Connor Keys on, we talked about conspiracy theories in the news. I don't trust anyone. Like I said, my wife was like the other day. I was like, what time is it? She said quarter past twelve. I was like, lizard, lizard, because it was seventeen past, and I was like, fuck me, you gotta watch out, and. Um, Trumpy is a guy I would love to have on the podcast. I think if he doesn't get back in as president, I'll send him an Instagram DM see if we can get him on. Um, I don't know. He's he's a character. You know I mean like he definitely is a character, and uh, yeah, I mean they tried to impeach him. He's like no. They said to him like, "Mate, you've lost the election." No, like no, mate. Literally, like the other fella, he 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 got more votes. So you need the he needs to come in now, no, no, no. Let like he he's got more vote. He's going to be the new president. No, he's not. Ah, uh-huh. you sure? Yeah. Robbed of the election, like. Well, no, I don't know. If someone just if someone just if you look like you're supposed to be in a place, people are just like okay. So I don't I don't know. Connor Keyes was on. Said he thinks Trump isn't leaving office. It's a bit like um, hard lads going swimming back in the day. Remember when you used to go to Bangor Swimmers? You got like colour-coded wristbands and you'd be like, you're green so you get to swim for an hour and 15 minutes and then you just have to get out and let the yellows in. You know, there was definitely lads who were like swimming about for four hours all wrinkled and all with green wristbands on. Trump. parasites swept up at the Oscars. Yeah, that was weird because that was about this kind of thing, wasn't it? And then they won all the Oscars and, you know, it was as if... What's the guy called? Bong Joon-ho. Uh, he won best picture, best director, best screenplay. Um, first time in non-English language movie won best picture for Parasite. And it was kind of about like a COVID type thing. So if it was a conspiracy theorist, I'd say he started it. <laughs> Weinstein. Yeah, Weinstein got... Weinstein got mugged so hard. You know what I mean? And, and I, I mean, what distracted me a lot about the Weinstein stuff is just how fat his head is. He's just a big fat head and like, guarantee you, like if he put a tight shirt on at the back of his neck. Also, speaking of tight shirts, I'm not saying I put on weight over lockdown, but genuinely last week me and my wife went out for dinner and I put on like a a, a roll neck top. Cute, right? Very cute, all-saints roll neck top. And whenever I put it on, sat down at the restaurant, I was like, I feel, like, really warm. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know, like, just around my throat. and I feel really warm. And then she was like, is it the top? And I was like, oh, yeah, this is far too tight around my neck. Genuinely, I was going to pass out because the roll neck that used to fit me was like a choker. Uh, so I nearly passed out with a boner. But, um, yeah, Weinstein got mugged so hard. Um, you know, he, he yeah, here's the thing. Whenever Weinstein, like you know, everyone used to thank him in the Oscar speech and stuff, be like, oh, I couldn't have done this without Harvey Weinstein, male and female actors, and then whenever, like, one person came forward, then just everybody came forward, and then, you know, with loads of trials, with with everything, you probably should go, you know, maybe there's an element here of innocent to proven guilty, and maybe you should listen to someone's argument, and just because people are saying something doesn't mean it's true, and then I saw a picture of him, and I was like, it checks out. Like, whatever they're saying he they, did, He did do it, you know, and he, because you can't, like, there's no way he has a face, he's just a big fat-headed, gross guy, you know what I mean, like, just a horrendous guy, and I don't know what he's doing these days, he's probably started a podcast, you know, he's probably, he's probably started a podcast, he's probably on Prince Harry's podcast. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) Tommy White, Stay you in jail? Yeah, Harry, I'm in jail. I'm in jail but they've had to give me a bigger cell because my fat neck. i got to <laughs> in jail. I don't know. Let's get him on. Um, the stock market crashed. Again, another thing people from here would talk about. Oh, mate. The old uh, fucking Wall Street there is taking a bit of a turn. Why are, you, why are you reading about that? What are you doing? You live You live, You live. live in Lurgan. You know, get out and fuck, go for a walk. Oh, the old stock market. Um black lives matter protests the um with black lives matter protests we did an episode around that time um with my mate cameron who's from belfast but lives in brooklyn now um and cameron is well like some of his family are from sri lanka so um he comes from like a very mixed background very ethnically diverse background and um he lives out in brooklyn and he's he's gotten really into like you know the black lives matter protests and a lot of these like a lot of these movements that are campaigning for for equality and all that kind of thing i had him on for an episode i think in june august something like that it's a real interesting episode different to the episodes we've done before um but really interesting to chat to him about his experiences out there and also growing up in growing up in northern ireland and as like because we, we definitely are like, we all say that, where we're like, oh, the good thing is there's no racism here. You know, all of us white people say, it's in a class that we've never been racially abused in Northern Ireland. And then we don't realise that like, oh, maybe it, well, maybe it does happen. And then, you know, you think there's nothing and you're like, right, everybody knocked that in the head. And then what about like for Halloween when all those guys in Ku Klux Klan gear went to Weatherspoon's and Newton Hours and you're like, guys, what the fuck are you doing? I remember watching that and thinking like like that is properly disgusting. It was it was the most disgusting thing I'd seen, all those guys. You know, the most disgusting thing I'd seen, all those guys, you know, going to Witherspoons. Cruz. I'm joking, the the Kluxland thing was the worst bit about it, obviously. But um but yeah, that was really interesting. Talk to him about that and um also Kim Jong rumours about Kim Jong un maybe being dead, um and then they're like, he's not dead, and it's a little bit like Dan. You don't, you can't get in touch with him. There's secrets floating about. He won't give you his address, and no doubt, Dan, like Kim Jong Un, has has you know got a given himself a sweet fade, big hair on top. He's wearing like a wee black military suit, and he's just walking about where he lives, planning some sort of attack on America so I look into that if I were you he's going to hate listening back to this sometimes he texts me and he's like oh just listen back to this but you know he's like very funny you know but he, he doesn't like it some bits he does and then I remember and it you Mike it's like you know you have like jobs and you're trying to like you know work with people and do this and that and then sometimes on the podcast I could say things like oh he's over there in the corner in a rubber get mask on a sex wing yeah, I remember go- when I went to tech and we had a meeting with these people that wanted to get video shot. This was the course I did after uh, we were in class together. And um, there was a guy called Luke in-, in our class and he was like the nicest guy. He's like really mild-mannered, like really friendly, a couple years younger than me. I was like this young guy in the class and then went into this meeting. And this guy Luke was a little bit late for some sort of like legitimate family reason. And then the guy's like, Oh hi Luke, you know, and he didn't say it to away but the guy's like, Oh, great that you could join us. Luke sits down and I and I go, Yeah, he was selling heroin. And then after the, and I'm laughing, like some people are laughing, and then after the meeting, this is when I realized, like, you can't always say it, because that guy okay, Luke's like, hey, yeah, that's a real sly thing. We're like, why'd you do that? And I was like, What are you so annoyed about? He's like, I've never met these people before and you told them I sell heroin. And I was like, Oh yeah, I see I do see your point. I do see your point. I called back then and I was like, No, it's just coke. Just cokey sales, um, yeah. Haven't kept in touch with them since. But um, Biden was like, "Yes, I'm running for president." He was launched his campaign. People looked into Biden. They're like, "He might be a wee bit of a dirty bastard," you know, because he like he smelled people's hair and all that kind of thing. But then you just got to weigh it up, and you're like, "Who's the worst ba-? Who's the worst dirty bastard?" really, when someone's being president. You know, because like Hillary Clinton, everybody's like, oh, we're behind Hillary, Hillary for change, all that kind of thing. And then you look into Hillary a bit and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, Hills. You know, but that's that's like anything. It's like anything when someone like really gets into the public eye, especially like in America. I don't know if we've talked about this in the podcast before, but anytime a re- regular person on the street does something heroic in America and it goes viral. You know what I mean? Like if someone like, Rescues. Uh, if someone stops a school bus from going off a bridge, you know they'll be on the news and everyone's like, "What about this guy?" And people start giving him like, you know, companies are like sending him a car and all. And then like three weeks later, you go, "Oh, he's been in jail for for stabbing a pensioner." That always happens. Do Do you know what I mean by that? Like, there's always like, you know, like these instant heroes. And you can always say with hindsight, you can always see it in their eyes when the words press or like so you're just an average you're a hero and he's like, No, I'm not no and they're like, Oh no, we're we really gonna celebrate your life. He's like, Well don't look too far back. <laughs> um Giseline Maxwell got arrested. Um yeah, Epstein's ex Giseline. Giselle. Gazelle. Giselle? Maxwell. Gigi. G Maxi, um, yeah. Ep- Epstein's mate, basically. Epstein's mate got arrested on sex trafficking charge. Um. Yeah, I mean. With a name like Giseline Giseline, I mean, that's. <laughs> that's probably how she hasn't been arrested yet because on the form the police were like Jiseline Maxwell, you're arrested, and she's like, well, technicality, you got my fucking name wrong. My name is nothing like that. I don't. I don't know. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing that all these conspiracy theorists say, like, oh this this the most influential people in the world when Connor was on, he's like, Do you not think it's a bit weird that the most influential people in the world were being talked about as being part of this like sex trafficking ring and then all of a sudden, hey, stay in your house for a year and everyone's just painting their fences. I don't know, but all I do know is that like you'd be so mugged if you just went to Epstein's Island for a holiday. You know what I mean? Like, if you weren't even... If you didn't even know that, but you just met him, he's like, come to my island. And you go over and you're putting Instagram pictures up of you and Epstein. And he's in it. You know what I mean? You're like, got him in a headlock. And you're like, hey, Jeffrey. Big Jeff. Jeff's island, loving it. And then Epstein's like, do you want a massage from a 15-year-old? And you're like, "Absolutely not, you creepy bastard. And then he's like, all right, okay. And then you got to wait. Because, like, you know, you got to wait for a boat to come pick you up and take you off but you've, you know you've been spotted there. You know what I mean? But you were literally just there for the race. You know How raging would you be if you'd gone to Epstein's Island just for a little bit of a tan and then you realise and you're like, oh, Epstein, for fuck's sake. Oh, I mean, that's what everyone's going to say, though. Oh, no, I just went for a uh, banana boating. And you're like, yeah, and that's code. Murder hornets arrived in America. I mean, look. I was in... Um, France once on holiday when I was like 15 and um, me and this guy Eric went for a swim and we swam out to this like hut, wooden hut on stilts in the water that was like for like spotting birds and uh, which sounds so romantic (laughs) me and him got in there and just absolutely kissed and um, then we were like oh that's pretty cool and then we were swimming back and then there was a hornet and it followed us quite literally and my what one hornet and we were like flapping our hands and we were like splashing it splashing it with water and then I was like why don't we swim underwater for a little bit and by the time we do that it'll be away or why don't we swim away really fast and genuinely this one hornet followed us the entire way back and as soon as we got the land it went away and then part of me was like is that like a warning that I should never be in water again was it even there yeah um, Kamala Harris I don't know any. I don't know all about that stuff um, Chadwick Boseman um, I don't know how far we are through oh we're in August I'll speed through the year but on Chadwick Boseman see stuff like that I always think like oh listen like I'm a grafter and I like I just get up on stage and I do shows no matter what and then you see you know someone like him who like made like I think it was four movies after he, like, he basically knew, like, his cancer was, like, was terminal, and he's just, like, he's doing films, and he's just, like, right until the end, like, acting and working and not saying anything about it, like, that's when you realise, like, maybe you're not a grafter, because there's times where I, like, I'm, like, oh, you know, should I go and do that sketch, because I, like, I, I just don't feel great, and, like, then you realise that, like, there's people who are just completely different, you know what I mean, just in a different league, because, like, you know, if, if if he did those four movies over, like, I don't know, like, an eight-month period or a nine-month period, most people would be like, I'm going to just wind down. You know what I mean? I'm just going to stop work. But it just shows how genuinely dedicated someone can be to their craft, that they just continue to put stuff out. So, that a bit like the Kobe thing, that was one that, like, I didn't know a lot. I'd seen Black Panther, didn't know a lot about him. And then you see that, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. So, um... Yeah, he like I've read up a little bit about him since, and yeah, what a hero for just putting out films and and just kind of like Jesus getting on with it until the end. Um, madness. The um, Eddie Van Halen died. I I don't I didn't is this a really stupid question? Is Eddie Van Halen Van Halen? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then Eddie Van Halen was the second last thing. Oh, by the way, um. I was going to talk about Evan Hill but then I'm not because the last thing I'll talk about is Trump test positive for COVID right now when tr- the Trump thing where he tests positive for um, COVID the picture is whenever he went back to the White House and he was kind of looking like a little bit you know he like walks up to the podium and he takes the mask off and he's like the bitches i back Remember he did that moment where he was like, oh, Donald Trump, and what, his age, you know, and he's probably not in good health anyway, and then he just takes the mask off, and he's like, return of the Mac. Remember that moment? Apparently what he had planned for that is 100% true. He wanted to have a Superman t-shirt. This is true, underneath his suit, and he wanted to rip the buttons off. Who the fuck talked him out of that? What square, what complete jobs worth... Like, Donald, I actually don't think that would be a great idea. Let it. He should have done the Superman thing. He should have done the Superman thing. He should have said, return of the Mac. He should have thrown a baseball up in the air, batted it out of the White House, and then helicoptered his dick. Because the guy is 98 years old. He's in horrendous shape. And he beat COVID in about four hours. Um, I enjoy that. Although... That reminds me of the fact that he, like, set up his comeback. Remind- niche, but reminds me of, like, whenever we were in tech together and there was a guy who, like, said he was, like, leaving the course. He's like, I'm leaving. And, like, basically, like, announced, announced everyone, like, via text or something. He's like, just to let you know, I've left the course. I can't be doing this anymore. And everyone's, like, a bit surprised. But, like, after three seconds... Nobody really talked to you. You're just getting on with your day. And that must have been fed back to him. He's like saying to someone, he's like, How did it go down? And they're like, Yeah, they were shocked, but like they didn't really care in the grand scheme of things. And then this guy set up a conversation. Like, am I saying this right? He it was around the time of Celebrity Big Brother when Jackie Still- This is mental. When Jackie Stallone was on, right? And she went into like the house or something. She did something. And somebody went, something, is that Jackie? And she goes, yeah, Jackie it's, Jackie. it's Jackie. Someone goes, Jackie? And she goes, yeah, it's Jackie. That was the same week. This guy arranged with someone in our class that, so we used to like line up before the class, wait in the corridor for the lecturer to come and open the classroom for like 20 minutes before every class and you're talking shit and catching up with people he was going to arrive seconds before the teacher opened the door so that everybody was already there and the person was going to say his name and then he was going to, like, for like say he had your name just for talk's sake, right? Say he was called Michael. Um, he was going to show up and he was going to go to the person he arranged with who was going to be at the door so he would do it from behind everyone so that everybody saw it and he was apparently going to go, Um, <laughs> the person was going to see him, that's it, that's his method, right. the person was going to see him and go, Michael? And he was going to (laughs) go. He was going to go. Yeah. Michael. (laughs) Right? But. I don't remember that happening. I just remember him coming back. So with hindsight, what must have happened is. That person must have been like. Waiting for a bit of a silence and going. Michael? But at that point, everybody else must have just been like. So did you watch your football last night? No. So he's just walked in like <laughs> going, yeah, Michael, but no one's heard it. So he was just walking down the corridor saying to himself, yeah, Michael. And that's why you don't set stuff up. That's why you don't arrive down with a gift bag given back to someone because if we planned it out beforehand, it would have been delivered like that. Is this not the one you got us beforehand? Yes. Oh, it looks like I have made a mistake. That's why like when you do a gig, people are like, would you like, see with hecklers, the way you talk with hecklers, like would you ever put a plant in the audience? No, because of that, because we would have something set up and I, they would, I would say something and then everybody would just start talking and there'd be a person being like, so da 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 da, but you wouldn't hear them and that's why in 2021, that's why we, we just, we we'll roll with it no matter what it is, we don't set stuff up, we don't think about things, we we'll be decisive, we don't ponder things, we don't weigh up pros and cons, We just make a decision. And that's how I live my life. And 84% of the time it works out. And 37% of the time it really doesn't. There's times where I make a decision. And then something goes wrong. And I could have thought about it for more. But I couldn't be bothered doing it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to finish up by saying this. Um, 2020 has been absolutely, definitely mad. 100%. No doubt about it. Um, But since we started this podcast in I think February we have never missed an episode and the reason and we've been doing two every week and a Patreon one in lockdown and the reason that we haven't is just because genuinely as wanky as it sounds is because of the listeners because when I was doing the podcast before it was very sporadic but we are so on it now and so motivated to do it because of the kind of following this is this is built, and in a, a year that was definitely good and bad for me personally, uh, but way more good because obviously I had a baby and was still able to like do a little bit of what like some shows. Um, this podcast has been invaluable for me just to keep just to keep the bonds clear. You know to like do a podcast and kind of just kind of rant a bit and have a way to. Um, Perform in a way, even though it's not performing, it's very laid back chap, But um, but I, I can't tell you how much. I appreciate it, you know. We we hit the Apple uh charts quite a few times, and listens have just rocketed up and all that kind of thing. And and that's all great. But at the end of the day, what's even better is just that people listen and kind of interact with it and seem to really like it. And um, and we love doing it. You know, we've got the studio set up. January is going to be a very, very tough month for for everyone. But when it comes to the podcast, we're ready to just walk back in as soon as we can and and take it all up a notch because that's what we're all going to do in 2021 is just take it up a notch, you know. Um, so I've got to thank everyone for a great 2020 for this podcast. And um, sincerely, I hope everybody has had a good Christmas and has a really good new year and behaves, you know, behaves. Stays in the good books, because remember, even though he's just been, Santa's watching for next year. Um, I don't want to ramble. I want to say, hope you had a good Christmas. Have a cracking New Year. We're gonna be back with so many pods. That you'll not, you'll not know what to do. Comedy Shore. Comedy Shore, um, episode three should be up. Should be up there by now. New Year's Eve. Maybe. New Year's Eve. You'll find me posting about it on all my social media channels. It's the comedy club that we did in lockdown. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to do it in January, but we might be able to find some way around it. We might be able to do something. Uh, but to everyone that supported that cheers. It's on Vimeo, but you can get links to We'll put the link in the description for this. Um, and yeah, the Bay Tree. Like, that's, that's part of what last year was. People just adapting and places like the Bay Tree just below us, being like, you can just use our place to film literally opening the doors to us and letting us do that um so i'm excited for next year in a way i think we're we're going to get it back i think we're going to make up for 2020 and i think 2021 is going to be a sexy year sippers thanks very much appreciate all the love this year and then patreon.com slash tea with me podcast um where things are really kicking up there for next year enjoy your new year's tea